Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Dudes Who Like Movies. My name is Dan, and with me is my good buddy, Alec. And today we're doing our Oscars recap for the 94th Academy Awards. Some interesting things happened, and we're here to talk about it. So, All right. Anywho, I'm pulling up the Wikipedia right now to get the full list of winners. But anyhow, I am trying to load as well. Right. But anyway. So, yeah, 94th Academy Awards were last night. It is currently, uh, today's March 28th, 2022. Yesterday was, yeah, March 27th. Right off the bat, I mean, some interesting things happened, whereas this is the first Oscars in three or four years, something like that, since Jimmy Kimmel hosted, like, I don't know, for 2018 or something, that we've had a host. And Yeah, because we didn't have Kevin Hart, and we didn't have the 2020, obviously. And then, yeah, last year was uh, the first time, I think. You are right. Yeah, this time was the first time in like three or four years, yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, because I had heard rumors that it was going to be Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes, but I didn't actually know it was confirmed to be them until it actually started, right? Yeah, it was supposed to be them. That was the rumor, but um, I don't think they actually were. That was just the thing. They never confirmed it actually, okay. until... According to Wikipedia, and I'm clicking the link here, uh, according to Deadline Hollywood, they were announced as the hosts back on Valentine's Day. So, okay. Well, yeah, I thought that I, was just I a rumor. Some... What? Sorry, I was just saying, I thought that was just a rumor. I didn't know it was actually confirmed until last night. But I, I remember hearing Amy Schumer because someone made a joke about it saying it was going to be a, a a bigger train wreck than her movie train wreck i guess this person didn't like it and i thought it was train wreck wasn't terrible but you know uh, so Amy Schumer, it wasn't like the worst thing on the planet i did see it when it was in theaters because i might have lost you there buddy i watched twice but still oh sorry i said it's not something i would watch twice but still no yeah i mean i saw it the one time i'm good i don't need to see it again but exactly anyway mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. I thought, personally, they did fine. Some of the, I mean, I'm not a fan of Amy Schumer, and neither is the other person I watched it with, and and yet we were laughing a little bit at uh, her, you know, a couple of her jokes. I thought they were funny. Mm. So, you know, I mean. I like Wanda Sykes, and, then, and unfortunately, I couldn't watch it live because of my internet. I, I don't know what's been going on with it, but I am going to try and watch the full recap uh, here shortly because I do, I do think Wanda's pretty funny, especially her appearances on Curb Enthusiasm. So I'm hoping she can bring that kind of energy to it. She did. I don't she know did if she pretty did. good. Yeah, she. Did she? Well, they did a they did a little segment where they talked about there's like an Oscars like museum now in L.A. And so they were just you know giving a little preview and there was a little skit that she was in. It was pretty funny. So okay. it was like there was like a like a face from one of Guillermo del Toro's horror movies or something it looked like i think maybe from labyrinth or something and she was like oh hey harvey weinstein <laughs> so okay i can dig that uh regina king did make me i'm sorry regina hall i always get the, the i'm sorry regina hall she's she was the one in scary movie yes but anyway she made me cringe at one point because so there's a part where she's like, oh, we need to do uh, additional COVID testing. I need the following people to come up on stage. And so she called like Timothy Chalamet, Bradley Cooper, Tyler Perry, and someone else. And they're like, okay, so we're going to take you backstage and I'm going to 
administer a COVID test to the back of your throat with my tongue. And it was basically just a whole like she was sexualizing oh, those men. And I really hope that it was discussed beforehand because that was wildly inappropriate, in my opinion. How do you sexualize Medea? <laughs> the guy that <laughs> well, he wasn't dressed as Medea. I know, but how do you sexualize the guy that plays Medea? Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Well, and Timothy Chalamet, he's like, how the heck old is he? Is he the same age as us? He may be a little bit older, like two, three years. Let me take a look here. Uh, yeah, Timothy Chalamet. He can't be that much older. Yeah, there's there's no way he's that much older than us. No, he's born in December of 95. He's only a month older than I am. And, and so he's about a year older than me. Okay. Anyway, but. Wow. Yeah, you know, whatever. You know, I was thinking oh. about this. I'd rather I'm okay with not being a celebrity. I just I think we worship celebrities too way much in this country. And honestly, I think people assume to have like the, the wealth and power, you have to be a public figure. But that's just not the case. Like there are like multiple no. millionaires and billionaires in this country, but well, they well aren't we like- can talk about it in another episode, but there's a whole problem with America and that we just we just what's the word? We celebrity worship. Yeah, celebrity worship. We we worship the idea of what well, we live in a narcissistic society where we just want it all to be about us. We want people to love us. And, you know, I mean, look at Instagram I, followers I, in general, that's just a thing. And, oh yeah. And apparently the Kardashians are coming back on a new show. God help us. I actually talked about that kind of thing in, I want to say it was high school or maybe college. I took a site class. I can't remember if it was which one it was. And I actually wrote a paper about us being the generation of envy because it's as you know, now that with smartphones, we can see, like all these things and all how all these like people of power and money, how they put up all their lifestyle on like Instagram and Facebook. Actually it might've been high school. And um, and they put out all their stuff in front of you and then people just like it. And they're like, Oh, I wish I could live, you know, go travel around the world like that. I wish I could afford to go to like Ethiopia and Japan and all that crap. And then that's what made a lot of people famous on the internet because they would just do the wildest, wackiest shit. And they would get millions of followers and people would say, okay, here's some money, do more wacky, wild stuff around the world. And then people are just like, man, why can't I do that? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then, you know, with the advent of better technology and, and more it's crazy just, stuff, I think it's, uh, I think it's exacerbating the problem because these people are now thinking they're like these big celebrities and in reality, only a few million people online know who they are. So they kind of get a big ego. Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's a whole thing. And when I went to Austria for uh, my study abroad thing, like five years ago. I remember that. That was 2017. You got me that t-shirt. Oh, yeah. But I, um, no, so I I wrote a paper on it too. It was basically just, the prompt of the paper was, you know, how are Austrians different from Americans? My main point was like, when I went there, they're much more happier. They, They do not worship celebrities. I'm sure there are some Austrian celebrities, but, you know, the last time there was an Austrian celebrity, that didn't turn out too well. But anyway, they um, yeah, his, his fans were pretty deadly. Yeah, but no. So I'm sure there's some kind of Austrian celebrities out there, but I I really did not get the impression that there's very. They just seem like like who cares? And that's kind of my philosophy too. Is like I don't care how many Instagram followers I have. I don't care how many Facebook friends I have. Remember when like in middle school it was like, oh, this person has a thousand Facebook friends. I'm like, I bet about half of those are a bunch of like Even 50 year old so- men. What? Yeah, because South Park make fun of it. The uh, you have zero friends thing, that oh episode, right when Facebook was starting to become real popular, I remember that. Yeah. Because people, we did, we uh, joking people, oh, you only have 50 friends, you fucking loser, blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. I remember that too. Yeah. And now it's just like, now that I've grown up, it's like, who gives a shit? So, yeah, I know, but still, because, well, now people are starting to make money from it. So that's why I think they want all these millions of people because now it's it's not a cloud cloud thing. It's not just a cloud thing. Now it's a money thing. Because if you have like, because if you have like, like, sorry, finish, go ahead. You know, like Jake Paul and the Paul brothers and how they started on that at Vine. Yeah, in the, and all the stuff in we're defying stupid they, people. But go ahead. Yeah, they make like 26 million followers, and so people are like, "Wow, let's give them money." And well, that kind of started with YouTube, but we can talk about it. Well, let's save this for a different episode. But yeah, because I think this is ripe conversation for a diff for a different episode. But anyway, so where are we at? So yeah, that's the only thing about Regina Hall that made me raise an eyebrow. I'm really hoping that it was discussed beforehand. There was another mm. thing with Amy Schumer where she basically was talking about seat fillers and she made fun of Kirsten Dunst because she basically kicked her out of her seat. Like, oh, you're a seat filler. You should move. And I thought that was funny. Oh, so I'm, I'm assuming it was planned. <laughs> but anyway, uh, some of the picks, some of the winners were a little surprising. Some of them pissed me off and I'll get to those in a second. But the, I remember you telling me about it. Oh, yeah. One category in particular. I'm going to go off on that. But one thing that was interesting was to cut time because this was probably a short I'm looking here. It was only about three hours, 40 minutes. Whereas let's look at last year. How long was last year? Oh, it was longer last than last year. You said last year was like four and a half, five hours, wasn't it? Oh my gosh. This is longer than the last couple ones anyway. But I guess they were trying to cut back on time or they just wanted to make more room for like songs and whatnot. Cause the thing opened up with Beyonce singing her song that was nominated for her best song. And yeah. But it anyway, I hope, I hope it lost because that would be hilarious. We're going to go over that here in a second. But anyway, yeah, the the ceremony, I think they were trying to cut back on time because like a lot of the nominee, like a lot of like the subcategories, not even subcategories, some of like like editing, sound, costume design, things like that, production design. Those got the shaft, it really seemed like, because like when you came back from commercial, it's like, here are the nominees for best costume design, blah, 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 blah. And the winner is and they didn't even like do a formal thing where some come out and actually did. I, I looked it up. Apparently they filmed that segment like an hour before the thing actually started just to cut back on time. And I'm like, well, that really didn't do anything, but anyway, and I thought it was mm. stupid. Those people deserve just as much spotlight as the celebrities, but you know, anyway, yeah. uh, COVID protocols, there was a bunch, you know, you had to take a negative test to get in there. So, and then proof of vaccination or a valid medical exemption two negative PCR tests to attend. This is all what I'm reading on the internet. Okay. And yeah, so, I mean, it looks like they did their, their due diligence for that. Okay, well, good. Yeah. The, this year they had the Oscars fan favorite, which I thought they were going to actually give out an award to like the producers or something. And I don't know. So it looked like the following films were announced as Oscars fan favorites in alphabetical order. So I don't know if anyone actually won, but the ones that I'm seeing here that were announced as Oscar fan favorites were Army of the Dead from Zack Snyder. Yeah. Cinderella, the movie with what's her face, Camila Cabello, and then what is Minamata? That looks like a, it's a Johnny Depp movie. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know about that until I saw that clip. Spider Man: No I, Way Home, obviously. Yeah, and then Tick Tick Boom, which man, I really need to watch that because I've heard nothing but good things. Me, I've heard good things too, but I just have not been able to find it. Yeah, but and then they did one that was interesting too. There was a contest. That announced the five finalists for the Oscars cheer moment. Uh, the following be presented in which order they were ranked. Okay. So apparently these are Oscar moments that like movie moments that made people cheer. And I didn't okay. think it was 
Yeah. It, I, so number five was Neo dodging the bullet and Matrix. Number four was Effie White singing I Am. And I am telling you, I'm not going from Dream Girls. Jennifer Hudson. Sorry, it took me a second. There's all those A's there. And then well, I got you. third place was the scene in Avengers Endgame where they all get together and Captain America's like, Avengers is a symbol. Number, yeah. number two. Go ahead. I said a lot of people did share that when I went to see it at uh, AMC. Yeah. Number two was, spoiler alert, all three of the Spider-Men, Spider-Men, Spider-Man teaming up in no way home and then this one was interesting i like i was i was talking to my wife about this i'm like what the hell like it's not that it's a bad thing i just i was very surprised it was number one uh the flash enters the speed force in Zack snyder's justice league did you ever watch that because i know you have access to hbo max right what is it Zack snyder's justice league it's on hbo max did you ever watch that i have not yet but that just that's the cheer moment you know, that movie wasn't the even Flash? theaters, so that's, again. But The Flash? Who cares about The Flash? I mean, he was good in that movie. I'm not complaining about the moment. I just thought it was weird that it was number one. He's a bad character, but out of all those moments, the one that I would have expected as number one, had I not known this was number one, would have been the Avengers thing. Because yeah. when I went and saw it, I mean, the entire packed theater, people were, one guy stood up and was like, yeah, I was like, okay. Like, that's the moment I would think, but the flash. And you would think no. even too, like a Star Wars thing would be in there or like, right. like I don't know. Like a bigger, like bigger well-known franchise. Like a Harry Potter more, or some kind of Disney thing. I don't know. But you would, but I, I would never, ever have guessed anything with the flash. I thought he was like the second least popular character next to uh, Green Arrow. Yeah. Anyway. So that was interesting. And I'm even reading here. Yeah, the, there was... So eight, eight awards, Best Animated Short Film, Best Documentary Short Subject, short subject Best Film Editing, Live Action Short Film, Makeup and Hairstyling, Original Score, Production Design, and Best Sound were not broadcast live, but instead pre-taped an hour before the start of the telecast in an attempt to allow more time for comedy, mute film clips, and musical numbers, end quote, and shorten the ceremony. That did not shorten the ceremony, but you know. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, they also no. did bring up the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which I thought was, I mean, it, it you know, they're trying to bring awareness. And they, there was a couple moments where, like, I think Mila Kunis had a couple minutes and she decided to give, like, half of her time, if not more than half of her time, just as a moment of silence, which I thought was cool. And yeah, it wasn't like overhyped. It was just like prayer for these people, moment of silence. It was just tasteful. Yeah. yeah, something like it was. It really wasn't too bad. I mean, obviously, it's an important issue that's affecting the war right now. So they wanted, you know. They, they wanted, wanted to please look at this, blah blah blah, and they yeah. didn't like do the thing. Look at all this, look at all that, trying to like make people like, oh god, here we go. They kind of did it tastefully, which it sound well, it sounds like they did it tastefully. I should say, I have to watch it, but it anyway. sounds like they actually did something. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing. I mean, just I remember a couple things. You know, there were a couple commercials about how like basic things like you know food, soap clean water are now like essentials for everyone there like toilet paper and i'm like yeah no that, that's good for you yeah i mean good they brought sense. it up oh yeah. let's see here anything else before we get into the con- I mean, yes th- we're going to talk about the will smith thing but we'll talk I mean, about that yeah i know everyone else has but we're going on on too i mean do you want to talk about it now or do you want to just wait until later 
Let's wait until later because, I mean, I know everyone knows it's been done to death. I mean, scrolling on Facebook this morning when I got to work after my first break, I saw five articles in a row, including the video of it happening. I'm like, is this really the news story that's worth talking about on every single news station? I mean, it was Fox, PBS, CBS, all of them. Oh, it's everything. Like even CNN and like. ABC News, whatever, like all the big major major news outlets, and literally all the memes I'm seeing today on Instagram are just that, which I think is hilarious. But... My roommate just showed me one and said, Willie should have done more. Pac would have shot him. What was it like? I'm not, yeah. There was one that I'll forward to you. It's in the group chat that we're in, but oh my God, it made me laugh really hard, and it's not appropriate for me to mention here. But anyway. Uh, all good. So, and then, you know, just uh, some other side effects, um, or side effects, little side notes. Sam Jackson got an honorary Academy Award as a cultural icon whose dynamic work has resonated across genres and generations and audiences worldwide. Cool. There was also Danny Glover got one for his decades-long advocacy for justice and human rights reflects his dedication to recognizing our shared humanity on and off the screen. Cool. And um, yeah, there was a couple of reunions, like they had Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Francis Ford Coppola. It was the 50th anniversary of The Godfather. They did their, they did a little thing. They oh my did. God, this is The Godfather. Yeah, there was there was a cool little segment where they just basically, you know, I mean, it was like more than, it was just a couple clips, basically. And then, I mean, they also brought in Godfather Part 2 and Godfather Part 3, but, you know, and it was funny. I don't recall. I'm sorry, go ahead. They brought in the best sequel of all time and then the, the shameless cash grab. I've heard mixed reviews on three. I still haven't seen it. But anyway, the they also because it was the 60th. It's been 60 years since Dr. No, the first James Bond movie. So they didn't have any of the Bond actors there, but they did do a little montage. And I think the ones who introduced it were like Tony Hawk, Sean White. And who is the other guy? Hold on. What? Uh, Kelly Slater, who is a surfer. Yeah, he. Well, no, they were there. I mean, there's. James Bond is an action movie and stunts. So, you know, Tony Hawk, Sean White, Kelly okay, Slater. Fair enough. I, not, I wouldn't have guessed Tony Hawk and Sean fucking White. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think they would have. I mean, they might have gotten Daniel Craig and Pierce Brosnan, but whatever. You anyway. Think, James Bond, but yeah. One thing that I thought was pretty, I, I hate to use the word a lot, but cringe was DJ Khaled introduced the hosts. That was. Oh, God. No, he did Anything didn't. with Stop. anything. Why? You're lying to me. Stop it. I will send you a link right now for you to look at. I might have to skip that part when I watch it. Oh, my God. No, I mean, it's right at the beginning, so you can anyway. But uh, I guess. okay. so before I get into the like the winners and all that, do you know, like who won the big things? Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, um, I know the best. I looked up best picture and. I saw your your meme about the Will Smith thing, and I looked up the best actor, and I, I do know that one. So anyway, let's um, let's get into it. So I'm going to breeze through some of these, you know, not for any disrespect to the people involved, but I know, I mean, there. I mean, we'll just talk briefly about them. But best visual. Okay, so okay, this is one I'm actually going to take a minute on. Best visual effects. The nominees. Oh, this is the one I was pissed about. Um, oh, I know you mentioned about it. I remember. Yeah, well, hold on one second. Sorry, I had to sneeze and I muted myself. Um, but anyway, so the nominees out of all these, out of all these, who do you think should have won, Alec? And and 
I know you know who won, but who do you think should have won? So there was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, or Shang-Chi, I, I don't know. Uh, no Time to Die, Free Guy, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Dune. Now, I know, I, I believe you know who won, but who do you think, think should have won out of all those? I think either No, no Time to Die or more than likely Spider-Man because Spider-Man did have a lot more visual effects to it than Daniel Craig's, but Daniel Craig's uh, James Bond um, did have some moments to it. But if you're talking just pure, like, on shock and awe, you would think Spider-Man, because, I mean, when I saw it in theaters, um, God, I can't remember. It's been three, I think three or four weeks now when I saw it. Um, it was visually stunning. And then also you had the guy... Um, that was played by Jamie Foxx, the electric guy. I cannot remember electric, his name. Yeah. Electro. Yeah, Max. Dillon, that was yeah. amazing. When they first encountered him in the forest. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Doc Ock, all of his tentacles were CGI this time. So that was pretty cool. And they de-aged really? him. Oh, yeah. But well, I also, I thought Free Guy was deserving. Did you see Free Guy? I did not, unfortunately. No, Free Guy was, it was a movie about a video game and just the whole visual. I thought it was really good. Anyway. But it went to Dune, and that pissed me off. And I haven't seen Dune, and I'm no disrespect to anyone, but just I'm like, really? Every year, it's like Marvel should win in best visual effects, or, or you know, it, it's like, because it goes to like their, a movie. They put their time and their effort into it. I mean, because like the year that Thanos, the main character in Infinity War, who is a completely CGI character, was nominated for best visual effects, it went to like, what's that movie with Ryan? first man the one about the friggin the about the the neil armstrong on the moon it's like really i mean it would may have been visually stunning i wouldn't know but you would think the entire cgi purple man who had zero and i mean zero breaks in the movie like the cgi was done perfect you would think he would have won well, and then you look at 2019 with Avengers Endgame, which like that whole ending scene where they're oh, all fighting Thanos is like, that's I like. Remember. I remember that conversation between you and I. That was a terrible year. <laughs> it went to 1917. And obviously I didn't see 1917, but I'm. it's just like visual effects. Like, yes, I know they I want more of a push movie. towards, you know, practical effects, but it's like really visual effects. is. Now, I saw 1917 and I will say there was good practical effects because it was a world war one movie after all yeah so you need to give an award for best stunt crew and best practical effects but yeah exactly. whatever but like yeah there was some but not a lot of visual effects in that movie at all anyway, yeah it, it's just annoying but anywho so yeah it went to dune it went to dune that that's my little tirade on that these next couple categories i really don't have a i don't have a dog in this fight so again so dune won the most awards out of the night it won six and most of them were in the you know i guess the uh, behind the scenes category so it won best film editing it won best sound it won best production design and it won best cinematography woohoo um and again i feel like I'm, I'm shitting on dune too much it just i feel like there were other movies one i'm salty by visual effects but also i thought some other movies deserves deserve some stuff too so i don't know like, I feel like West Side Story could have gotten production design, you know, and I don't know. But 
Are you still there? No, I think. Sorry, folks. Alec is dealing with some technical issues. So for the time being, while I'm waiting on him to come back, uh, we're going to talk about, let's see here. So yeah, best sound production design that went to Dune and cinematography. It went to Dune and then oh, Alec is joining back. Hopefully well, I'm going to keep talking until he gets back into it. But anyway, Alec is there. Are you there? Connecting to audio. Sorry, folks. But anyway, about my phone. I don't know why that happened. My apologies. That's fine. I just basically while you were gone, I let the view, I let our listeners know that you know it won best production design, sound. I, I already mentioned this earlier, but so best costume design it went to Cruella, which I thought was well deserved because that movie had a lot of very interesting costumes. And I mean, it's obviously about fashion. So, did you ever get a chance to see Cruella? I only got to see about part of the movie online. That's about it. I have not gotten to see the full thing yet. I thought it was I thought it was well deserving. And then best makeup and hairstyling. It went mm-hmm. to the eyes of Tammy Faye. I haven't seen the movie. I want to, but I mean I have not sure. heard of it. Well, I'll send you the I'll send you the Wikipedia page here, but it's all about this couple who were event evangelists back in like the 70s and 80s, and how basically, as far as I understand it, as far as I understand it, the husband was a real jackass and rip people off whereas the wife actually uh tammy faye she was actually like kind-hearted and tried to because like there's a when they were showing clips of the movie she's like oh yeah why is it that we you know as christians who are told to love each other we can't come face to face with an aids patient you know and i'm like oh damn damn yeah that's cool the concept i'll yeah. have to yeah anyway so yeah that's sound production design cinematography makeup and hairstyling Film editing, mm. costume design, visual effects. Okay, so, and again, sorry, y'all. I, I just, documentary feature, Questlove won one. It was Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Cannot Be Televised. And, oh, hey, he directed that one, so that's cool. And then- I really wish, I wish they could do, like, online documentaries if they found, like, a really popular one, like, on YouTube or something, and they could include that. I mean, I've seen some interesting ones. I think it needs to be, like, released it's via okay. like yeah like either like in theaters or or hulu but anyway and that's the thing that sucks because i mean there are just some great ones out there about topics that you get really invested in and, and i mean i'm not talking like oh this cryptid doc i mean like there are documentaries about like real life people or events mm-hmm. and you'd be surprised like i i watched one um from last may as an example online and i actually recently just showed sean because I've watched this documentary four times because it's just, it's sad. It's, it's heartbreaking. And it's also insightful. And it was, it was, um, it's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. And if you want to watch the uncut version, he has to, he had to put it on Patreon. Cause obviously you can't put the kind of stuff that he had in there on YouTube for you know various reasons. And it was called uh, Jacksonville's deadly gang war. It's a two hour documentary. And I only found it because there was a trend going on on TikTok, apparently, which I know cringe to say, but uh, it was involving a song that one of the guys involved in the documentary had written. And it was people realizing what his lyrics actually meant. And they're like, oh, I didn't know, but I was just thinking, listening to the actual song and then watching this documentary, I was thinking, you know, this is one depressing and two, how could you? What else could you get from these lyrics? But 
if there was just a category for something like that, I mean, I think that'd also be very interesting if people could find like a something with millions and millions of views on YouTube and watch it and then to be promoted out because I mean, there's a lot of stuff that people cover that you wouldn't expect, but you just get super invested in. So, no, I, I agree. The documentary feature, I mean, it is what it is. But, I, you know, there are a lot of good documentaries out there. And I do agree that there are a lot of people on YouTube who create original content who just make documentaries. And, yeah, I mean, they should be considered as well, if not, you know, put into their own thing. But I guess, you know, it has to be released in theater or some kind of way. But anyway. Yeah. Anyhow. And then documentary short, short subject. I'm never going to say that right. The Queen of Basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's a movie about Louisa Harris. That's cool. Yeah. And let's see here. Live action short film went to the long goodbye. Oh, uh, it was. Wait a minute. Live action short film. Hold on a second. Okay. Apparently it was a, a hip hop album by Riz Ahmed and then they made it into a short film. What? Huh? The film based on the album won the award for best live action short film. Okay. Interesting. That's, I'll have to watch it. I've never heard of it. But I didn't know that guy was a rapper. Anyway. And then animated short film, The Windshield Wiper. It looks like it's a Hispanic movie. Yeah, I remember when they did that, I, there were some Latinx people on there. Anyway. So, okay. okay. Original score that also went to Dune. It was Hans Zimmer. I mean, that, you know, that doesn't really upset me. Hans Zimmer is really good at what he does. And, yeah, I agree. Okay, so best original song. Always bet on Bond, apparently, now, because this is like the third Bond movie in a row to win it, because Skyfall won it, and so did from Spectre. I think it was Writings on the Wall, and now No Time to Die won best original song. And uh-huh. Beyonce. <laughs> so I was thinking that it would be the Beyonce song just because, I don't know, that's what, like... That's what like a lot of people were picking, and I don't know if it won the Golden Globe or not. I don't remember, but or you know there was a song from Encanto, so I mean, it, Encanto, I, I, it, it could have been that, but you know and when I uh, I should have picked Billie it in my Eilish in my picks. What? Sorry, didn't Billy Eilish write that song? They, they oh yeah, in, did I? Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, Billy Eilish and her brother won an Oscar, so that's pretty cool. That is actually surprising because she's only 18, 19. I'm actually well, surprised. She, yeah, she was born in 2001. She is 20 years old. Oh, wow. But uh, so even yeah, she's got to be one of the younger people ever to have won, won an, an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. I think the youngest is like someone from like the 70s. I can't remember her name right now. But anyway. So, yeah. Mm. And then Best International Feature Film went to Drive My Car from Japan, which yeah, I mean, it was nominated for Best Picture. I, I, I've heard it's really good. And, you know, foreign films, again, people don't if discredit people, foreign films, man. They're good. I, I have a few here. Honestly, they are amazing movies. I just mm-hmm. wish more people could watch them. Yeah, foreign films, don't, don't discredit them. But anyway, so, okay, here's the one. Here's the big stuff that we're getting into now. So do you know who won Best Animated Feature Film? I do not. Okay, I'm going to name the nominees and you tell me who won. There was Flea, which it looks like is a Danish adult animated documentary film. And then there was Luca, the... Okay. Yeah, there was the Pixar movie that came out last year. Okay, I know what that one is. The Mitchells versus the Machines, which was... It looks like it was a Sony movie. Yeah. Raya and the Last Dragon, which was Disney. And then there was Encanto. 
So out of those ones, you you tell me what one. Based on that, I want to say Encanto. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I was gonna say because like that—that's all the merchandise we made that uh, Lily's been getting in is for kids. It's all Encanto stuff. I had I mean, to assume if go, it, if it, it be big. I mean, you know, always bet Disney. It's not always Honestly, bet Pixar anymore because Pixar has lost to Disney before with like I think it happened a couple of times. Won't? I can't remember exactly. Yeah, but... I was gonna say. But if you're going for animation, like family-friendly animation, go with Disney every time, or at least yeah. 99% of the time. I'm trying to think if Disney, because I know, hold on, best animated feature film. I'm going to go, let's see here. Has there ever been a time besides now that Disney itself, like Disney animation, beat Pixar? I'm looking here because... I was yeah, going to say, I never... I know the only time I can think of is they lost with Shrek. I know they lost with Shrek. Well, okay. So yeah, Pixar was nominated for Monsters Inc., but they lost to Shrek. But hold on a second. I'm looking here. <laughs> so yeah, Finding Nemo, The Incredibles. Every year that Pixar won, there hasn't, I don't, uh, yeah, Bolt was a Disney one. That was 2008. That was nominated, but Wally no. won. What? I thought that was Pixar. No, Wally. That was the same year as Wally. And Wally is. Oh, I thought you said Bolt was. I was going to say, wait a minute. No, no, no. Bolt was not Pixar, but it was Disney. Really? I had no idea. I thought it was Pixar. No, no. I mean, Disney and Pixar, you know, they're very similar, but they're not. But no, that was the year Wally came out, and Wally 150% deserved that. And then. It's it's a super, super good movie. I'm just looking here. Yeah, 2009, The Princess and the Frog was nominated, but obviously Up won because Up is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then let's see. I, okay, so Wreck It Ralph was nominated in 2012, but it lost to Brave. So that, yeah, that's Pixar beating yeah. Disney. Okay, so I'm looking at the years when Disney actually won, like Disney itself. Yeah. Uh, Frozen was nominated in 20, uh, Frozen won in 2013. And so not surprising. Yeah, and that was against, yeah, Pixar didn't have a movie that was nominated that year. The next year, Big Hero 6 won, and I'm not seeing any Pixar movies there. Mm. And then 2015, Inside Out, Pixar won, and I don't see any Disney movies there. Okay, um, 2016, there were two Disney movies. Neither, no, there was no, there was no uh, Pixar, excuse me, there were, yeah, there was no Pixar movies nominated in 2016. It was Zootopia one, but also Moana was nominated. I feel like either one of those was deserving. Zootopia. Oh, I've seen that movie a dozen times at least. It's a great movie. And I've only had to see it because it was the only movie that would play when Jessica had to pick up Lorraine and I needed a ride home. And I've Moana, you know, my wife has watched it a lot and she loves it. I just I've seen it a handful of times. It's really good. Obviously, it's Disney. It's really good. I just, you know, I, it's not my go-to when I want to watch a Disney movie. You know what I mean? Too much Dwayne Johnson in there. <laughs> I know you said Dwayne, but the way the audio sounded to me, it said it said Wayne Johnson. So too much, too much Wayne Johnson, Pilgrim. Anyway, so then 2017, it looks like it was just yeah, Disney wasn't nominated. It was just Pixar, and it looks like Coco. Obviously, that one. Yeah, twenty-eight. 28- 2018 is weird because 2018, both Pixar and Disney were nominated. It was it was Pixar, Incredibles 2, and Ralph Breaks the Internet was there. That was Disney, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 1, which, you know, arguably. Not, you surprised, say, not surprising, yeah. Yeah. Uh, looks like 2019, 
that's when Frozen 2 came out, but I'm not, I don't see that it was nominated. Uh, Toy Story 4 won, so, you know, obviously. Not surprising, yeah. And then I don't see that last year because Soul won, but there was another Pixar movie that was nominated. It was Onward. I don't see any other straight-up Disney movies. So I think this is actually the first year when Encanto won that it actually beat Pixar, like when they were nominated together. Damn. Yeah. Well, well I'm, I'm not... I have I haven't seen Encanto, but I mean, based on the amount of stuff she's been getting in, I had to imagine it was a super popular movie. Oh, they did a they did a so it wasn't nominated for best song, but the We Don't Talk About Bruno song they did a like a remix or something that was performed live, and I guess because you know they even made really? a joke because like actually so I remember when they when they announced best animated feature film they brought out the the women who played it was Cinderella in the 2015 yep. remake i can't remember what her name is hold on i'm gonna find it because i actually like that actress da, da, da. uh lily james and uh, then they had uh, naomi scott who played jasmine in the aladdin remake and they have i, I don't know if it's hallie or Haley bailey but she is going to be in the little mermaid the remake so hallie bailey, hallie bailey i'm assuming okay cool yeah, I think, yeah, it's Hallie Bailey, I'm pretty sure. And she, okay, yeah, she was born in 2000. Interesting. Uh, when was, okay, yeah. Yeah, both um, Lily James and Naomi Scott, they were born like years before we were. Anyway, so, yeah. but yeah, that was Encanto. So, but yeah, then I think that one of the jokes that they made when they were interested, oh yeah, I'll, every parent knows that animated films you're going to watch again and again and again and again and again and again. And I'm just like, yep. Yeah. Anyway. So best, okay, so we're going to the writing now. Best original screenplay was, uh, the winner was Belfast, uh, Kenneth Branagh. That was pretty cool. Okay. I, I told my wife, because she's a big Harry Potter, I'm like, oh, hey, it was it was it Lockhart just won. Well, who do you play in, in Harry Potter? I know it was Lockhart. I'm just trying to think what the guy's name was. And one sec. This is going to piss off all the Potter people. Hold on. Yeah, Gilderoy Lockhart. Yep, that was him. So, and then he used to rage the whole fan base. Yep. And best adapted screenplay was Coda. It was a woman who won that. Um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Cian Heater, I think. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. I'm not sure either. Sane Sane Heider, according to the pronunciation here. But yeah, that's cool. Um, I don't know okay. if she's. I don't know if she's the first woman to win best adapted screenplay. Cause I know, I don't know, but uh, okay. So best supporting actress, it was Ariana DeBose for West side story. So that was pretty cool. Uh, once you've seen West side story, you've seen them all. Let's be real. When I, when I made my picks this year, I kind of really just based it off of like who won the golden globe and just kind of like what the general consensus was. And yeah, she was, yeah. The, so I picked her to win. It was either going to be her or Kirsten Dunst or Kirsten. Yeah. Kirsten Dunst. And I was, yeah not surprised there and then actually judy dench was nominated does she have an oscar yeah she won judy best supporting dench, actress judy dench has won an oscar yeah she won for best supporting actress for shakespeare in love i'm just looking at that now anyway okay so best supporting actor was cool it went to troy kotzer i think his name is uh he's american okay cool he was born in arizona yep. he's a deaf actor and he's only the sef- second deaf actor to win an oscar the first one being Marley Matlin, who was also in that movie with him, but he won it for Coda. I I had no idea, but damn, it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, second deaf actor, you know, or actress to win an Oscar. So that's pretty cool. 
Okay, so best actress. I would would have bet money it was going to go to Kristen Stewart for Spencer, and it did not. Um, it went to Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye. So, you know, Jessica Chastain, she is a good, she is a good actress, and I thought she deserved an Oscar in her lifetime. I didn't know she was going to win here, but you know, good for her. Well, I mean, stranger things have happened, I guess yeah. you could say. Well, I mean, I feel like anyone could have won that, I guess, just based off of who's know, on everything. the list. Yeah, I mean, it was Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, Nicole Kidman, Kristen Stewart. And I think I would have huh? assumed Nicole, I would have assumed Nicole Kidman. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I feel like Olivia Coleman, Penelope Cruz, and Nicole Kidman, those are all the ones who have won an Oscar previously. Jessica Chastain has been nominated a few times and she won. And then Kristen Stewart, she's obviously never won an Oscar. And I don't mean that to yeah. be disrespectful, but you know, she's it's just a fact. She's never yeah. won. Okay, so best actor, and again, we're gonna talk about it in a minute, but so honestly, this was another one I thought could have gone anyways. It was, you know, Denzel Washington was nominated, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Benedict Cumberbatch, Power of the Dog, and Javier Bardem. It went to Will Smith for King Richard, which which is ironic because that was announced, wasn't it like right after the slap? it was it was like less than an hour after because i do remember i was getting ready to go to bed so like not even going to bed but like we you know we switched from the living room to our bedroom to just lay in bed and watch you know and finish the rest of it and i was sitting there i'm eating some ice cream and i see that whole thing and and we'll talk about it again but i'm like oh my god and then like yeah less than an hour later he won so and you're just like what the hell academy awards (laughs) well you know up until that slap i wanted him to win but after that and again we'll talk about it later but so, I thought it was just part of the bit when I saw the video from CBS. Let's let's, they let's come back. But yeah, okay, we'll we'll talk about so, that. Yeah, then. Will Smith won for that, which again, I mean, he's been nominated a couple times, and you know, up until that thing, I thought that you know he was deserving. They thought he, you know, I wanted him to win. That was another yeah. one. He was on my bracket that I correctly I correctly got right. I got like six or seven or five out of eight right. But anyway, I would have guessed. I would have guessed either Denzel or Andrew Garfield before. Honestly, I think Andrew Garfield will win an Oscar eventually, but he, I mean, like Hacksaw Ridge, he was great in. He should have gotten that one. He didn't do that or Silence. Well, he wasn't nominated for Silence, but he was nominated for Hacksaw Ridge. And obviously it was against Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea. So it's like, you know. And I think the reason why he didn't get with Silence is because of the way that they released the movie was super bad. It was super shitty. Oh, yeah. I mean, they only had like one showing a day. It was like a three hour movie and they only showed the movie like eight at night. It, it, no, it was a 10 at night because I went and saw it twice from my because I was in film appreciation. And then I watched a YouTube channel who did a review of it that popped up called uh, Stoned Gremlin Productions. And even the guy, because they were in like Milwaukee or Minnesota or something. And they were saying, you know, it's weird. They only had one show here. It was like 930. I'm like, why is every show late in every other part? of the country here i was surprised at that because it's it is a long movie but it's so good and oh I was no i i mean that he didn't you know any for that i'm pretty sure schindler's list is like an almost three hour long movie and yeah it won yeah. best picture but anyway but anywho and then best director so honestly okay so for me it was between the person who won and it was between her the person who won and steven spielberg i was thinking yeah. spielberg won the golden globe he probably would have gotten it but when it came to actually putting down on my bracket, I picked Jane Campion and she did win. So that was pretty cool. Uh, she played The Power of the Dog. And 
So interesting fact. I mean, this is the third time a woman has won Best Director, and it's pretty cool because actually it's the second time in a row now. Like uh, Chloe Zhao won last year for Nomadland, and Jane Campion won now. And so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. I think that's awesome. That is pretty baller. Yeah. No, she. Uh, I still. All these... Go ahead. If it's a great movie from what I've heard. I have to watch it. I'm just working some killing. I swear but, the, this week and this weekend, I'm going to watch these movies and the next week we're going to come back and talk going, about it. I'm going to try on my days off yeah. because I know I'm, I'm probably going to get called in, but I just know I'm going to try. But anyway, so yeah, no, I think that's pretty cool. Third woman to win it and second in a row. So that's, that's pretty awesome. I'm all for women that. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I'm all I'm all for it. You know, I mean, I think they they make really good movies. Like, so yeah. I, again, it was between her and Steven Spielberg. I thought, and I went with her just because you know I, was I, was, I would have Spielberg. I mean, he's just the more well known director. You would yeah, say. but we're talking about the movie, so I know, know obviously I mean, he's deserving because he's Steven Spielberg. But that's what I mean. Like you, you see a movie with Steven Spielberg. Okay, that's obviously going to be a fantastic movie. I mean, he only has maybe a handful of, of not good movies, but did, I think we talked about him a couple times on a, I think we did a, a Spielberg movie where we talked about his stuff and yeah, but I'm trying to think, you know, I mean, I, he's only made like a handful of arguably bad movies. Like he's maybe only made like one really bad movie, but wasn't that War of the Worlds? No, War of the Worlds. I think people were okay with, I'm just going to really quickly look at his, Oh my gosh. Yeah. His filmography. Okay. So I mean, arguably, you know, people didn't really like Indiana Jones and the kingdom of the crystal skull. Oh yeah. That was not good. I forgot about that. I I was 12 years old when it came out and I'm like, whatever, it's good. But it's like, uh, there's Indiana Jones. I watched all the movies on VHS. This is fine. Yeah. I mean, really, uh, I know 1941 wasn't really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. People didn't really like it when it came out. But really, uh, you could argue Jurassic Park, The Lost World wasn't as good. I mean, it's probably not. Hook. I think people didn't like as much. I always thought it was fine. Well, Hook was a fantastic movie. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't, really ever, he hasn't really made a bad movie, honestly. I mean, you can say there are some that are better than the others. Like, obviously, you're going to watch Jurassic Park over the BFG, you know? Yeah, that is true. I mean, I did like the, the Big Friend, the Giant, but I mean... You're giving me those two options. I'm on that part. But no, I mean, I'd rather watch Bridge of Spies than, you know, uh, always, but whatever. So, but still, anywho. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just a short little thing. But no, Jane Campion, she did the, I think she did the piano and she was nominated back in what, 1993 for that movie? Yeah, the piano, 1993. And piano or the piano? The piano, like the instrument, piano, musical instrument, piano. Oh. I thought we were talking about the pianist, the movie with um. Oh no, no, it? no, no, no! Not say, not. I'd be surprised. No, not not Roman. I'm gonna leave the country because I raped a 13 year old. Polanski, but, Polanski, but I still yeah. make some banger movies. Yeah. It, it's damn it! I can't I can't watch your movies with a good conscience. No, Roman Polanski, screw him. I I know. I just he makes great movies, but it's like I can't watch those because out of a good conscience. I know you're a great filmmaker, but you're no, he sucks. Such a, Fuck him. He's a garbage. Such yeah, a piece he's of a garbage. piece of shit. Anyway, so oh my god. But no, uh, the piano, and then 
Apparently, she was the first woman to be nominated multiple times and win. So that's pretty cool. That is good. Yeah. Uh, so best picture was surprising for me. You know, I mean, West Side Story, Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Dune, Drive My Car, Don't Look Up, Belfast. Uh, those were all nominated. I, I honestly, with the amount of awards Dune was getting, I thought Dune might have gotten it. I thought King Richard might have gotten it. I I thought maybe Licorice Pizza after I'd watched it because I mean it was it was a movie that did keep your attention. Yeah, I'm not I'm, gonna. It was a great movie, but I who won it? Coda, which I thought was again it was surprising, but it's a movie about you know as a. Yeah, so it stars this uh, Amelia Jones as the actress. She is the titular character. Again, I've not seen the movie, but of she's a hearing child of deaf adults. Okay. Oh, so that's what it. That's what it. Coda stands for. Child of deaf adults. That's what Coda stands for. I never okay. in a million years would have bet money on that. Wow. She attempts to help her family struggling fishing business while pursuing her own aspirations of being a singer. Okay. Yeah. Marley Matlin was Marley. Yeah. Marley Matlin was in that movie. So that's pretty cool. I damn. I, again, I never would have guessed. I'm sure it's a great movie and yeah, I'm sure it is. but it won. It, yeah. It won best picture. So yeah. Good on that. Anyway. It was a movie that never interested me. I'm just now I'm nope. actually interested because it just didn't seem like it was like one of those, you know, hard hitting uh, competitor movies that would draw an audience. But I mean, well, it won best adapted screenplay and best supporting actor. So, I mean, you know, I think I'm actually, gonna have, yeah. I think it was the only movie that like it won every category it was nominated for. I'm going to have to watch it now because now I'm intrigued about now what's I'm, so good about it. I'm seeing it's on Apple TV Plus, so I don't have Apple TV Plus, nor do I plan on paying for it. So I might just have to rent it when it comes to like either YouTube or HBO. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so yeah, those are all the nominees and the winners. Let's talk about Will Smith. Oh my boy. So my, okay, like I said, I'm I'm sitting you there. Why, Go ahead. You want to know why he did this? I know why. Hold on. Let's, let's explain this. Let, let's explain this real quick. So, okay. So Chris Rock comes out, he's about to give away the, or he's about to say the winner of best documentary. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting in bed, I'm having my, you know, ice cream and I'm sitting there like whatever. And he's just, you know, Chris Rock is a comedian and you know, comedians are known to insult people. And he makes yeah. a joke about Will Smith's wife, who I did not know this. She, I mean, obviously I know it now, but I did not know it at the time that she has, and I'm sorry, I'm even going to look it up real quick. She has, God, what is it called? Hold on. Alopecia. She has the thing really yeah. there. Yeah. The thing. Oh God. Hold on. What would you say it was? Alopecia. 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 Yeah. So yeah, that's the, it's basically like hair loss and it's an, yeah. it's an autoimmune disorder. Yeah. I mean, it, it happens. Well, and the thing is like yeah. before the, before the show I saw, she had like basically a, shaved head and i'm thinking okay well i mean that's her style some some people do that so you know whatever and then so chris rock makes a he's making a couple of different jokes and whatever and i'm trying to i can't even remember what the other jokes were honestly if he if this hadn't if will smith hadn't done what he'd done nobody would remember this but he he said she she looks like she's getting ready to be in gi jane 2 which and i was for the uninitiated it's a movie from for the uninitiated, it's a movie from 97 where Demi Moore has a shaved head. And it's 
Yeah, it's a dated reference. That's why I was so confused about why he even bothered making the reference. Because I was like, dude, I don't think anyone who's watching remembers that movie or a lot of the younger folks have even seen that movie. I mean, I watched it a long time ago. Yeah, so he made a... He made a joke. Apparently, apparently it was ad libbed by him and was not part of the previously rehearsed remarks. So okay, so and so he made yeah, and also yeah, it's alo- alopecia. Yeah, basically yeah, hair loss. It was, not, it was not it was not the cup joke just because he's a comedian. That's what the, that's what they do. I mean, Joe Rogan even says that off the cuff. That's what a lot yeah. of people do. But and it, it's just shit happens. And you know, I'm not saying that it was appropriate. I'm not saying that I you know think it was justified. But you know, he's a comedian and shit gets said. Yeah. yeah, and people say shit that offends people when they're a comedian. So, you know, I'm not surprised that he said it. Do I really care? Not really. Obviously, you know, I don't, I'm going to probably eventually go bald, but, you know, I don't, um, I'm I sure think, as a woman, she probably was more upset about it, but I'm just like, you know, it's you know Chris Rock. It's like, and I mean, also, I mean, people, I mean, Ricky Gervais two years ago was calling everyone like Hollywood, like a pedophile. And people are like, oh, come on. You, well, and, you would think it would blow over like that. Like, oh, great. No, and, and, my <laughs> Oh, God, what else? It was like, uh, uh, I'm trying, it's like, it's basically like asking Carrot Top not to use a prop in his set. You know, it's like, it's, or like. It's like the guy that's known for the thing, you're telling him not to do the thing. Okay, yeah, cool. Or that's like, or, or, you know, if, if you're telling Tony Hawk not to skateboard, it's like, well, that's what he does. So, yeah, it, and, it's, you know, again, I'm not I'm not defending the joke. I'm just saying, you know, it, it seemed like who it, it, he is a comedian who was just trying to get a laugh and he and, saw a target and he just went with it. That's all it was. He wasn't like I don't think he even has like a beef with her. Uh, apparently he had. I don't know what the deal is with them, because apparently he did. He said something because he hosted the Oscars back in like 2014 or 15, something like that. And she was all pissed because. Will Smith wasn't nominated for that movie he was in. That was the 2016 Oscars. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. It was because Manchester by the Sea was a better movie when dealing with. No, that emotion. was okay. So the movie he was nominated he, that she thought he could have been nominated for was Concussion. Came out in 2015. Manchester by the Sea was 16. But the uh, Oscars. No, I, thought, I thought it was talking about the um, the movie he was in where uh, he was a guy whose like wife died. And he was seeing a therapist, or no, his kid died. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. That's what I thought she was talking about. That movie did not get it. That was a, a. I mean, I didn't hate it, but people shit on that. But movie. you know what the movie I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, Collateral Beauty. That's what, I thought he was talking, that's what I thought you were referring to. I was going to say that would make sense because I'm pretty sure there was a whole thing where he got no nominations, and then she started a a thing, and then he responded. But okay, well, I, I people are asking that. now what's going on. So, yeah, he he. He made a joke saying, you know, Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it, right? And yeah. it cut to Will Smith, and he, you see him laughing, and then you just see Jada Pinkett Smith, like, rolling her eyes, and I'm like, okay, whatever. But, like, less than 10 seconds later, Will Smith gets up on the stage and smacks him, like, like not like punch, but open hand, you know, slaps him. And His face made me think it was part of the bit, because he looked like he was still laughing. Like, he yeah, had that smile. And like that's why I, I was like, oh. So it's just part of the bit. Okay, funny. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, okay, is Will Smith just going to go up there and be like, oh, dude, come on, come on, come on. I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't expect him to get, like, physical. And I, I was thinking he was part of the bit. Honest to God, his face told me, because I saw the video on PBS, or on CBS, rather, 
I thought it was just part of the bit, the way Will Smith's like face was when you see it after he smacked him across the face and turn around to walk away. If you look at his face, he looks like he's laughing. Well, no, and then and the Chris thing walked, is, he follows he, up with, oh, Chris, he just smacked the shit out of me. Ha ha. So well, the like, thing oh. is, after, after the smack, it went silent. And I'm thinking to myself, oh God, is the internet shitting out on me right now? Because it like was silent and he wasn't moving. I'm like, oh God, did the connection go bad? But no, it was silent for like, I don't know, 10 seconds. And you cut to Will Smith and he's like screaming something at him. And it's all, excuse me, it's yeah, like, keep, you can't hear it. And so I looked it up and he's like, you know, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. He said it like twice. And it, it rock, Chris Rock, he like handled it. He handled it pretty, uh, pretty chill. He was, he That's didn't really I react. I mean, he did That's react. I yeah, I, I don't know. He, he, he tried to, I guess, what's the word? Even the the people in the audience and television viewers, they, they they were all just like, "What the hell?" And they didn't know if it was scripted or not. Yeah. And let's see here. So you see here. Yeah. And, and Chris Rock, you know, obviously gave his whole thing, and then P Diddy came out and, and was like, "Oh yeah, Will Smith, Chris Rock, we're gonna settle this like family in a little bit, whatever." And then yeah, within forty minutes, Will Smith won the Best Actor, and he he focused his speech on his feelings. Uh, and I'm reading this here from Wikipedia. Needing it's to protect those around him. And I'm like, bruh, huh? if it, obviously if someone made a joke about my wife, I'd be pissed, but I'm not going to get physical. You know, it's like, I want to tell you in person, like, yo, fuck you. And then just walk away instead of like just going on camera in front of millions of people, however many people watched it. And then just, just letting loose with the I back mean, of the hand. I feel like the mature thing would have been to just wait until the end and then like, you know, talk to him after the show. Like, dude, that wasn't cool. You know, something like that. But yeah, and that, 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 that's how it should have ended. And, and out of that, this never would have happened. This controversy, none of these articles would have happened. It would have just been a, like, can you please apologize to my wife? Yeah. Okay, cool. And, and even if he had just gone up on stage and been like, dude, come on, that's not cool. You know, that, whatever. But it seems, and obviously, and people are like defending him. And, you know, if any of my, if anybody I, I know to- is listening to this and, and they think that I'm like, you know, obviously Chris Rock, obviously, you know, don't, be talking shit about other people's, you know, uh, other people's family and wives. But at the same time, it's, I, I think it's just really immature to be throwing hands like that, you know? And like, and I, I have seen people say that the only reason why he went up there is because like, Jada's pulling the strings on it. And I oh, mean, that's a whole other part of this conversation we're going to get to here in a second, buddy. Yeah. I was going to say, cause like someone made a Facebook post about it and it was being shared around on my, uh, with my friends. And they were saying like, you know, she broke him down told him all this other stuff so she's basically like controlling him like a puppet and i'm like okay maybe that's a little too uh little I mean, too i, like, I would believe it if it came out but yeah you know. honestly it seems like i i wanted him to do something which well, i think is so also it, what I mean. and it comes back to again like he it looked like he was initially responding laughing. with laughter and then i i don't know she, they cut it but like maybe she told him like get up there and do something and it's just like or he, or he turned around and saw she was displeased and he's like all right i gotta do something what can i do right and, in front of all these people so, so okay. i love her I'm so walk up i'm gonna smack him across the face easy okay. perfect i'm just gonna go ahead i'm just gonna talk about his except when he won best action and then we'll come back to this but it's yeah. like his acceptance speech, he, he was crying there and he's like, you know, I'm not crying because I won an Oscar. I, I'm crying because this moment is, you know, whatever. What's the official quote? Do I even see this here? Let me see here. Yeah, I, I don't know. But he, 
he was like, oh, I do this to protect my family. And I'm very much like, you know, the guy, Richard Williams, who did a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, bruh, just. Okay. Okay, Will, we get it. We, we get it. You were born in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where you spent. A couple of guys who were up to no good. They, they started making trouble in your neighborhood. But and like some of the memes, some of the memes that came up, it's like Uncle Phil would not have would not have approved of this will or something like that. And oh, my God, no, don't bring Phil into this. I don't know. But and so, yeah, he won best actor. His speech was focusing on his speech. And again, I'm reading a quote. On his yep. feeling of needing to protect those around him and apologizing to the Academy to their nominees, but not to Chris Rock. He appealed to God, calling on him to do crazy things in the name of love. And apparently, according what? to The Economist, it was described as dangerous and self-serving cant. So, jargon. What? And I thought he apologized to Rock in his speech. No, no, not in the speech. No, I watched the speech. He did not mention Chris Rock. Oh my God. And in, in the article I just saw from the BBC, it says that he apologized in the speech. I just thought he did. Well, and then, uh, yeah, no. And, and like the big God. thing that's really just like turning a lot of people off is, is, and it make, again, you can make the argument it was scripted. I don't think it was scripted, but like, you know, the Oscar viewership has gone down a lot in recent years. So, you know, if this was a scripted thing, then bravo on them because they got the views, but I doubt that it was, was scripted. Not I was going to bring up, but I was going to say, it does look like, because like I've seen people post like a video of him with the slap, and they're like, "Look, he's following through with it, kind of like how actors do when they have to pretend to get hit on screen." And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, his body did move with the slap. That is a little weird." But then again, I mean, he probably saw him coming, and so you follow through with it. It may not hurt as much because that's less friction and time with the hand on your face. That's what I thought, but I could be wrong. But I, if it I was scripted, I mean, it, ha- it has people talking about it. So it's like, well, and who people are mad now because it took away. He said, you know, people are mad that it, it took away the attention from the rest of the Oscars, which I'm I'm down. Yeah, I, I mean, not down. I, I understand with that. So, yeah, I, I can agree that, yeah, it probably did take away all that. So, I like, you know, people be pissed. Yeah, but and he didn't, you know, apologize to Chris Rock in his speech and and. Apparently, so I woke up this morning, Chris Rock did not press charges, and there was a report, or he declined to file a police report, and what else happened? Um, it can look a lot better, because he's like, you know what, I'm going to take this in stride. Yeah, I mean, so- I think he handled it, and again, I'm not saying that it was right of him to, you know, make that joke, but again, he's a comedian, shit happens. He's got to do something, you have to assume the guy who thinks he's losing the audience is going to say something offensive. Granted, I, I, he's been saying, like, even, like, I, I didn't, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not trying to justify his, you know, making fun of someone who has a condition, but, I mean, it's like he's made, he's talked about stuff like that before. It's like, again, Tony Hawk skateboards. Chris Rock is an offensive comedian sometimes. And no one else has cared until this moment. Yeah, it's just it's just annoying. But it is all a little. But so I'm reading here. Yeah, his response was condemned by many celebrities, including those attending the ceremony. Some supported his actions as a defense of his wife. Again, my whole thing is like, if someone you know said something offensive about my wife, I would just you know tell them to go fuck themselves and you know move on. And just yeah, let it because there's that's 
only really all you can do without bringing the long arm of the law into it. Yeah. And, but, um, yeah. And other people, yeah, like I said, they, again, I'm reading here bemoaned that the ensuing controversy distracted from the winners of the awards. Yeah. Celebrities like Mia Farrow and Mark Hamill, they called it the ugliest moment in the history of the Oscars. I, I wouldn't say it's the ugliest, but I definitely think again, it took away the whole, it took away the, the whole like um focus away from the actual movies yeah i was gonna say because now it's not about the films that people watched this year and who worked hard on their process it's now like hey actor everyone loves just smacked a comedian across the face mm-hmm. okay anyway so and then they so i read this again today too this came out the show's production team reportedly considered Ordering Smith removed from the theater, but demurred, which apparently I'm trying to see what that means. They basically, uh, they didn't. I mean, they were reluctant to, citing a possible further disruption of the telecast and the belief that there would not be enough time to carry out an action before the best after prize was, was presented. So, and of course, so today, the Academy released a statement condemning his actions and announced the incident will be subject to an internal review. So I've seen some posts too, where people are like, he should have his Oscar removed or taken away from him. And I think he should have to make a public apology because I, I, don't, I don't think, think he, he needs to take I don't think his Oscar needs to be taken away, but that's that, that is his art from something before this incident. I don't think you should be punish him because it's not like he did this with the movie. What well, he did on stage accepting the award was bad um i think he should just have to make a public apology to chris like that that should be what he has should have to do i don't see the point in taking away because it was fantastic from what i'm understanding i have i haven't seen king richard but that's art he's the he's the guy participating in someone else's vision you shouldn't be punishing because he was really good in this thing, taking that away uh, because well, of what he did afterwards. And again, another, another thing is like, people are saying, well, if you're going to do that, you need to take away Roman Polanski's Oscar for best director and you need to take away every Oscar that Harvey Weinstein has got. And I'm like, say you need to take away all of them now. Cause it's like create slope of, okay, well, if you're taking away their behavior, there's just well, a lot of people who need to have their stuff revoked. So that's why well, I'm of the mind, you know, fuck Harvey Weinstein and, Fuck Roman Polanski, so they both deserve to be stripped of their awards. That's just my opinion. They're already trying to scrub uh, Weinstein Company from a bunch of. Uh, well, and uh, and I saw a thing where it's like Harvey Weinstein has eighty-one Oscars. I'm like, that can't be true. So I looked it up, and you know, it's just a bunch of Oscars that his movies that he has produced has won. You know, throughout and, the years. And that's why that's why it's like confusing because like, how can you take away from? I don't know, like. Uh, Steve, Car- not Steve Carell, but you know what I'm talking about. Like, if an actor in one of his Weinstein movies has won an Oscar and then he has to give it back because of no, the actor. If, of- if it wasn't, if I think if any Oscar that Harvey Weinstein got, yes, give it back. Like, personally, Harvey Weinstein, but anyone else, no. Yeah. It, and again, it, it depends on the severity of what they've done, but even then, it creates that kind of slippery slope. And that's why I'm like confused, is because this is just a thing where I don't think it's as big of a deal as it should be. I mean, assault happens all the time. I think it's because they're celebrities. Like it's not something that you as like the average person think of when you see like these 
you know, rich well, I don't want to be million dollar beachfronts and, and security and all these nice cars. You don't think of them just like, you know, beating the shit out of each other. While or, I agree that Will Smith was really immature and I don't I do justify too. his actions. I in this situation, I because yeah. I don't want to be hypocritical here. I do not think that Will Smith deserves to have his Oscar taken away. However, I in the case apology. Yes, in the in the case of Roman Polanski, he yes is a screw him is a child rapist. I mean, he did say like, yeah, I got with a thirteen year old. He admitted that, and yeah, that's no. why he's in France. I think. yeah, he's he's like in France or some other country, like escaping you know extradition extradition. Screw him and Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, same thing. He is a piece of shit, and those are only two it? examples we can think of right now. But yeah, it's just. I mean, I'm sure there's more out there. I'm sure people know, like, oh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld dated a child at one point, which is technically true. But there's she was a 18. whole. Again, there we can talk a whole hour and a half about this, but like, you know, there's controversies. We could probably make a whole episode like controversies between famous people, and yeah, we could probably fill a I whole. I think thing Jerry Seinfeld. That. I think in real life is actually kind of a giant jerk, from what I've heard. So. I've heard he's like he's fine on the camera, like his comedians and coffee. But like, other than that, it depends on the mood you catch him in, which yeah. is kind of weird because the guy's only ever been a comedian, and he's also said that in multiple interviews. Because I think it was one where he's like, "You're fifty something." He's like, "Yes." What happened was you never work a day in your life. Blah blah blah. And I was like, "You know what? That's actually technically true. All you've ever done is be Jerry Seinfeld your whole Basically. life." Yeah. You've never had to pretend to be somebody else. So, yeah, he's right there. So I, I cannot believe the audacity from someone like him. And it's also from people you never think about, too, like Mike Myers. He, there are stories of him being a complete asshole, but that's just on the mood you catch him in. Yeah. No, no. It, yeah, that. I think it really just depends on the context and the situation. And while I do not agree that... Yeah, I think. like testing people in public. I, think, I mean, yeah. I yeah, guess. he... He, if he gets his Oscar taken away, I'm not going to like be like, oh no, that's completely, you know, excessive, well, blah, blah blah. But I'm, I just in this situation, if it's up to me, I, I don't, I don't think it should be taken away. But you know, it's he, not up to us, fortunately, because I mean, I would just say no. You have to make an apology because that was here. I'm before. sending you a link on Instagram. Well, okay. I'm sending it to you on Facebook, but I'm, it's an Instagram post. He did. Okay, so before we get into the apology that he just posted, it looks like he posted it about an hour ago. So he might have just posted it like before. He might have just done it like while we were doing this, or or perhaps like whatever. But no, anyway, what, he started this like eight o'clock. Yeah, so this had to have been right when we started the podcast. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll talk about the apology here in a second. But you do you did mention that you know. So from what I know, Jada Pinkett Smith and him. And again, it's their personal life, whatever. And, you know, I'm not trying to deify celebrities, but we're just talking about the context of this here. Jada has made it very publicly clear on not just her show, which for some reason was was promoted by multiple social media apps, the Red Table Talk. She's made it clear that, for one, she has cheated on Will Smith. And that, two, she still had feelings for Tupac, even though he's been dead Mm -hmm. for 30 years now my god almost 30 years and i mean so, this again i'm i'm not trying to judge a person that i've never met personally and this is again just all based on what i've heard on the internet and from what i've seen but 
she seems like an unpleasant person and at the very least and i've talked to a couple people about this i feel like (sighs) seems like a bitch i mean i I hate to say it but it's just like she seems like a very unpleasant person and and people i've talked to are like they should get divorced i i I agree with that and i get it i will smith i get what he wants he wants to keep his family together he's a family man i get that but unfortunately when it comes to this person it just seems like i know one time it was a fa- it was a thing that was shared around last year where she was saying like will smith will can't please me in bed we've been married he should know what i like and it's like what why would you how, share that with what? people you know on on basically what's the equivalent to national television now is is you know your youtube or your video show whatever your internet show why the hell to your i don't know i think it's like four or five million people that watch it if i remember right i don't know the exact figures but it's somewhere up there Mm -hmm. why would you tell that and then also it's archived forever the internet is forever so if someone actually wanted to go back and find that, they could go back and find that. Why would you let people know that your husband cannot please you in bed? And your reasoning is, I'm married to him. I should know. He should know what I like. That to me just does not make sense to me. Well, and it I read a thing that, that she apparently like. She apparently you know slept with like one of her son's friends, and I'm like, you know what? That, if that's true, if that's true, that should just be the, the, the last straw. If you want to forgive the whole. And I'm not trying to give marriage advice, you know, marriages between two people. And if they, you know, have their boundaries and they have their boundaries, that's cool. But like, I feel like you, it just seems like she has him on a leash. It really just seems like she has him, you know, on the edge of her finger or whatever it's called, you know, or, and it's just like. It does. It sounds like she has him like by the balls. And it's just, it, it's, it's sad to see because like, like I, I idolized Will Smith as a kid. Like I, I saw him as one of the figures that taught me what it'd be like to be a man besides my father. Like I, I idolized, I, I saw him on Fresh Prince and I, I took in what he was saying to Carlton about, you know, right from wrong and, you know, how to be cool. And, and all. I, I saw him as an I, idol of my childhood. I respected him. I thought he was one of the best, you know, one of the better actors of our generation. Well, not our generation, but, you know, that generation. And yeah. I thought he deserved the Oscar. But really, after that, I kind of lost all, if not most, of respect for him. I mean, to be honest, at this point in time, I still don't really respect him. You know, I, I, I don't respect him at this moment either. I understand why he was upset to a point, but it doesn't sound like he was the one that was upset. I think he just reacted in the moment because he saw his wife was displeased. And the first thing he came to his mind was violence. Like, or, that, that's just, again, that, it's that's like, I mean, the human instinct, the first thing that come to is stress. A lot of people, I don't say it's everybody. I just know a lot of people I've met. The first thing it's like, someone comes up, and does, says something bad to your your significant other. What do you do? Hit them. That's the first thing I know. A lot of people in my own personal circle have said to me, because you know we see those things on Facebook. It's like guy comes up, hit your girl's butt. What do you do? He looks like this. I know a lot of people. The first reaction is strike them, and that's just the normal reaction. Because the only way you think like, okay, I love this person. How do I defend him? 
they this guy just said something that hurt that you know, hurts their feelings. I hit them physically, make them think twice. I get it. But this guy, this was not one of those times. It's not like he walked up to Jada and like, you know, spit in her face. Okay, then if if, if you spit in her face, then yeah, a slap across the face is justified. He just made a joke that was like meh at best because it was dated. It just didn't make sense to me. What I'm saying is like he. Okay. So I'm not trying to like come off in a certain way, you know, but like the thing is with relationships, if you're secure in your relationship, if someone makes a joke about your significant other, yeah, it's going to piss you off. But like, you know, if you're secure to, to me, physical violence, like you were just mentioning, like, you know, people who would just like, physically assault someone if they said something negative about them that just tell to me it just it comes off as insecurity you know i mean tell me i'm wrong but i, I know which i i understand what you mean but again i think it's just like the first reaction because i mean a human's first reaction to to stress uh, into their order of things like whether they they have their relationship they have their their possessions they have their their whole you know their world if something intrudes upon that or like makes insults that world, the first thing you want to do is just like get rid of it immediately. That's violence. And that's, that's a lot of humans. That's just the human condition. Humans are hardwired as violent animals, but I, I understand where you're coming from. It does come off as insecurity because I mean, Jada, I, I feel like she can take a joke. Cause I mean, it's like, okay, I get it. haha, bald head, whatever whatever chris sure that's all it should have been and he kind of just reacted like oh she's upset what do i do man moment hit him because yeah. you know shows her i love her and i'm defending her maybe she'll be happy with that now i don't know how she felt after that but still i think that's what it was it was just a what do i do hit him it just, I, I, think it's I feel like a more mature thing would have just been to go after, you know, after the show and just be like, dude, that wasn't cool. Come on, really? But you would, you would think, you would think, I, but it was, I feel like it was just an in the moment thing where and it was an emotional I reaction. I understand the way, like what he was feeling, but I do not agree with his action. I, I, I get that too. I do agree with, with your assessment. It's, I understand you're mad. But the way you went about it was kind of was kind of foolish, especially since it's on camera. Yeah, like if, if Chris Rock went and went the other way around, like, yeah, he assaulted me. Get hit, get put him in cuffs. Could have been done. They have all the proof they need. It was broadcast to millions of people, and it's on the internet. They can find it. Yeah. So I, I he don't put know. himself in, he put himself in danger, and he put his his family's well being in danger. He put his reputation in danger. He just, I mean, it's weird. We're talking about celebrity worship. I'm talking about his reputation, but still it's, it's the fact that who he is, because a lot of people our age love the fresh, loved the fresh prince. Let's be real. I mean, growing up, like also, I mean, he made a hit movie, like almost every year, men in black, you know, independence day. And Hancock um, still flaps. I don't care what anyone says. So I'm trying to let me, let me even pull up his, his, his filmography here. Hold on. I need to. Don't he made like a hit movie like every year for like a long time, like iRobot and Independence Day. Um, I, right, hold I on. Am Legend. Okay, had... let's look here. I'm looking at his filmography. 
so yeah so he, okay, bad boys 95 independence day men in black and then men in black okay, so cut a couple years men in black 2 bad boys 2 i robot shark tale hitch pursuit of happiness i am legend all hancock slap. all uh, slap da, 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 men in black 3 I mean, he hasn't made like really huge movies recently. I mean, obviously, he just won an Oscar for King Richard. He was in Bad Boys still, for life. Every movie he's in slaps. I I love the Bad Boys series. He was he was I, the best part of Suicide Squad, the first one. Honestly, he was the only good part in that in that movie. Which I I hate that movie, but Will Smith as Deadshot was the only good part of that movie. Even Viola Davis couldn't save it. Neither could uh to the Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, even though that was kind of cringe, but still he was the only good part of that movie. I did not like any other part except when Will Smith was on screen. It was all just, it was all garbage. And Will, he can make a good, he can save a a trash movie based on his charisma alone. Yeah. But he just, again, I think he just kind of like rubbed a lot of people now the wrong way because it's like, you know, you would think the guy who, when you were a kid, was telling you basically, you know, how to be a man and how to deal with emotional problems, like that scene that gets shared around every so often from Fresh Prince with his dad, and who like abandons him again, and how he's like, you know, I don't need him, blah blah blah, and he hugs Uncle Phil. You know, the guy that shows you how to deal with that kind of stuff, where you know it's okay to be upset and blah blah blah. You know that guy, and now it's like okay, you're in a situation where you're upset. What do you do? This time I just hit them and said I don't, you know, deal it, it with really it. It really just, like, I, again, it, it was a heat day. of the moment thing and let's move on. He he actually, yeah, he apologized to Chris Rock. I'm pulling this up now and I sent you a, I'm, okay. I'm pulling up your link now as well. It's loading for me. Hold on. Yeah, he sent, okay, so this is Instagram. I'm going to read his thing here and it looks like his caption is basically the same thing, but. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, okay so, okay, I'm pulling this up. This he he made this two hours ago from what I can see here. So yep. Okay. Uh he said violence in all its forms and poisonous and destru- in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and excusable. Jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Yes, I agree. So it was emotional. Okay, so yeah, so it was emotional. I, would I like- was right. He said, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show, all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am still a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Uh, and then let's see what people are reacting to it. Okay, yeah, I can't see the comments. So you have to tell me what their people are saying. I, I mean, if you can look at the comments on Instagram, I'm on my I'm on my desktop, so you can. Uh, oh, I okay. can't. I'm going to pull them up at all. I don't know why. But mm-hmm. what what are people saying? Uh, let me let me see here, because yeah, I mean, there's. I I mean that that was an okay apology. I mean, at least I was right. He it was emotional heat of the moment. And at least he did publicly apologize to Chris. Yeah. And I'm sure Chris is going to take it on the chin and literally um, and just say, you know what? It's fine. I understand you were upset. We're cool. Let me see. Blah, blah, what blah. I saying. imagine. I don't know. He doesn't have to. Hmm? 
but I feel that is what Chris Rock is going to do is just take it on the chin for what it is and just tell him, you know what? We're cool. You're you, I understand where you were at. I'm fine with it. I thank you for the apology. So we're hold good. on one sec. Um, okay. So I'm looking here on Twitter. IGN posted a thing. So Rob, Rob Reiner posted Will Smith owes Chris Rock a huge apology. There's no excuse for what he did. This was 20 hours ago. So let me see if I can find one. Oh God, Rob uh, Reiner did. Let me, Rob Reiner did? <laughs> let me let me let me look at some of the comments on the oh, come on. Do I have to log in? I don't like Twitter. Can I don't I see like what people are saying. Okay, here we go. Uh it's okay. damaged. Okay, so one comment that has 10,000 or excuse me, a thousand likes. It's not damage control, it's damage control, not an apology. And then yeah. another I mean, one. It's both. I mean, you can't just discern one from the other because it is an apology, but it is also damage control because, I mean, it is both, unfortunately. You can't just say it's one or the other because even if it wasn't even if it wasn't like a genuine apology, it's going to be hard to say it's not when you say, you know what, Chris, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. It's both, and you well, and there's just no way around it. There was no way he could apologize in any other way other than like literally kissing his ass or something. There's well, just no way. Kiss it. Uh, there was... Someone posted this is a necessary but not sufficient yeah. first step. And let me see here. Do the people want him to give him like the full like Randy Marsh and Jesse Jackson here? I that's mean... what I'm wondering. But <laughs> like kiss it. What? I don't I, I think his reputation is still going to it's, suffer. It's, yeah, well, it's I, not going to really improve with this, but at least he did make an apology. I mean, when you think about it, there have been people who've done a lot worse, like Chris Brown who literally beat the shit out of multiple women and still his album sold. And he was still a big person when he was making a ton of music as an I, example. I still, uh, I do not like Chris Brown. I never liked his music, but definitely. I, I never liked him either. I always thought he was a piece of garbage, but still when he beat Rihanna back when we were in like middle school, maybe early high school, I remember that was a big story where she had like black eyes and bruises. He still, people still loved him. So I'm wondering because this is not as big as a deal, but he is a bigger personality to people. More people know Will Smith than Chris Brown. So I, I see that Will Smith is in a movie coming out next year, directed by Antoine Fuqua, I think. Oh, um, boy. He did, yeah, Southpaw, Equalizer, Magnificent Seven, Olympus Has Fallen, yeah. So this guy, he's making a movie that comes out next year called emancipation i'm not going to get into what it's about just because I, just googled, I googled the whole controversy and it says that cuck was trending after will smith smacks chris rock we don't need to talk about that right now but we can talk about that privately but um that's, uh, that's so what i'm wondering is if he's going to be like canceled and that he's going to be fired from this movie that he's supposed it's, it's apparently already filming but i'm a i'm imagine because i thought like according to with aladdin it said it was Oh, come on. Let's see. Are they making... Um... I feel like it would be too expensive. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. It's a, So for Aladdin, it said a canceled prequel, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so a year before deciding... So they were going to make a movie called Genies. Okay, but apparently oh. it was scrapped last year, so that this has nothing to do with it. And... No. Okay. So I didn't think, okay. So I wasn't sure if they were going to make 
a like a genie spinoff. I don't know, but I mean, I would imagine if the movie did well, they would probably try and milk that cow for what it's worth. Well, they might make a second one from what I'm seeing here. I don't see anything set in stone, but if they do, then I I, I don't know if they're going to recast him or, or what the deal is. But I I don't think they should because I mean, yeah, it was emotional, but. It, it's gonna be a lot come on i mean i'm not saying you have to well, he's got like he's got I, some shows out too right i don't know if that's gonna be a thing uh-oh that's not gonna be good i can tell you that yeah i don't i don't know but yeah i mean it's I already it's going well for him but unfortunately it's again, on his it's on his wikipedia page now <laughs> so it's on there for wife when you are will smith Un- or someone at least of his status unfortunately these things will happen dude I, so i'm wondering okay so hold on a second he won best actor where the heck um and this is just you know we're just talking now but okay he won best actor for king richard i'm wondering okay because like apparently there's only been like he's the fifth black male to win that award and because i know okay i'm looking here blah 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 didn't i know sydney Poitier was the first and i'm trying to think who else hold on a second i'm looking here oh uh, you know what we didn't talk about either we have to talk about huh when he died in january oh what sydney Poitier? <gasps> yeah i mean yeah they did it in Mar- okay so while i'm looking this up yeah they did an in, Mar- in memoriam segment and Bill Murray came on. He talked about Ivan Reitman. That was cool. Then Jamie Lee Curtis talked about Betty White. And uh, I just saw that Bob Saget wasn't, I mean, he was more of a TV guy, but he, I don't know. But, but then again, everyone, everyone loved Bob Saget. Apparently they're trying to say like, there may be more to his death than what they're releasing. And I'm just like, well, I don't, I mean, who would, who would kill Bob Saget? You know what I mean? It just seems a little weird that people are like, hey, maybe he was murdered. But I, again, I could be wrong, but it just seemed a little weird. Like, who the hell would want to murder Bob Saget? I, I don't know. But okay, so okay, here we go. Uh, Sidney Poitier, he won yep. in 63 for Lilies of the Field. He was the first black male to win that. So that's pretty cool. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was Look Who's Coming to Dinner. Mm, he might have been nominated for that. Let me see here. I was going to say, I thought that was... Okay, so... No, Spencer Tracy was nominated for Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, but it was not him who won it. It was... Oh, my God. Anyway. Well, I'm looking here, so... I don't think there was another black male who won it until... Okay, so okay, here I know that Ben Kingsley he won it for Gandhi, but he's English, and I he might have some kind of English mother and and a uh, an Indo Aryan uh, Guj- Gujarati. I I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, but like it's like a Pakistani um, yeah area. Anyway, um, so, he has a, so he has an English mom and a, and a Pakistani father. So and then yeah, so Denzel Washington won in 2001 for training day jamie fox yes, okay, so, so we're at sydney poitier denzel washington jamie fox won in 2004 for ray charles you know ray and then forrest whitaker won in 2006 
Yeah, it's been since 2006, I think, since a uh, black male has won Best Actor, and it's Will Smith. Yeah, interesting. Huh. I I, I mean, again, I, I think I, they're moving in the right. I mean, obviously, you know, based based on the arts and the performance, but I I think it's pretty cool that we're getting more diverse people winning these awards. You know, long as the acting is good and it's well deserved then yes i agree as, as long as just that it's not just oh well we picked well, up for xyz season. well as obviously it's fantastic because everyone works hard well i mean in, last in the, year was a prime example they gave it to anthony hopkins and everyone thought chadwick boseman was going to get it so and, and, and yeah because it, it's it's that's that industry that relies purely on your talent and it's not just based on your feeling it is a pure talent thing and that's why I, I am glad to see they're recognizing a lot of people for their talent. I mean, obviously, you know, I feel like Andrew Garfield will get one and Benedict Cumberbatch were worthy. But, you know, Will Smith, I, I thought it was going to be him and he was my pick for the bracket. And, yeah, he won. So I'm going to watch King at some point. It's on HBO Max. So. Is it? I'm going to have to watch it then. Yeah. And again, too, I mean, a lot of what came into my decision with, for picking these was like looking at the BAFTAs and looking at like the Golden Globes and looking at. The, did he win the Golden Globe for it? Yeah, he won Golden Globe. So let me see here, twenty twenty two. Yeah, he won. He won the Golden Globe. Yeah, actress. I mean, Nicole Kidman won Best Actress for the Golden Globes, and yeah, a different actor won for the Best Supporting Actor for the Golden Globes. So I don't. That that's just again. I, I primarily go with what kind of just the overall feel you know what i'm saying yeah like it's like you know what i i think this person went but i feel like more towards this person and then more than likely you're right just honestly when it comes to the oscars go with your gut because like with your gut yeah and honestly i when i you know when it came to what's the word i'm looking for oh you know what i was wrong when did what did I, why did I think that? Okay, so yeah, Jane Campion won Best Director at the Golden Globes. Why did I think it was Spielberg? I don't know why, and I'm sorry, I was wrong. Well, it's because Spielberg. Like we oh, were saying no, but I, I legitimately thought that it was actually. Hold on, I'm looking here. Where is awards? Dot dot dot. Okay, Academy Awards. No, Golden Globe Awards. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. West Side Story. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that he won best director i'm i apologize for people listening all all two people listening i yeah weird okay well anyway yeah that's that's our whole take on the whole oscars and the whole will smith thing you know i'm not trying to judge a man you know in his own life but again just as somebody who viewed the incident those are my thoughts so yeah the whole fiasco yeah yeah Anyway, no, I mean, this might be one of our longer episodes because there was a lot to talk about. And I think we even, you know, we skipped through a lot of the, we skipped through a lot I mean, of the categories, which, you know, it happens. And and again, I have to watch the whole thing live because unfortunately I'm using my data right now to talk to you because I cannot oh, get sorry. my wife, I cannot get my Wi-Fi to work. I, I think they're maintenance on a tower, I'm assuming. So as soon as T-Mobile is done doing whatever they're doing to the tower, I'm going to try and watch all the stuff. I'm looking here, apparently, on February 7th, 22, Nat Nat Geo announced that Will Smith would star in a series called Hold a Pole, which will stream on Disney+. Plus. Follow him and his film crew as they go on a 26,000-mile trek from the North Pole to the South Pole. Actually, South Pole to the North Pole. Interesting. I don't know if that's... 
let me even just Google this real quick. Will Smith, I'm just curious. I'm just going to type in canceled to see if he, let me see here. It's canceled. No, I just don't know if he's like been, been. Disavowed. Uh, disavow Will Smith. I disavow you. Fired. Uh, I mean, so far, I don't see anything about. It's it's because it's too early. I think people are going to make a decision based after this internal review. How much you want to bet? I'm not saying the guy needs to have his Oscar taken. I'm not saying he needs to be, you know, removed from movies and stuff. I just think, you know, an apology is what was needed and he apologized. So we'll see what happens coming moving forward. Yeah, And I think, honestly, this is just going to blow over in a week. I feel I could be wrong. Well, I mean, you know, the stuff in Ukraine is still going on and, you know, pray to God, there's not, it doesn't get any worse than it already is, you know, knock on wood. But the way the but, world is going, I feel like the story is just going to blow over because it's kind of like a nothing burger to me. Mm-hmm. Like he walked slapped him on camera and then apologized. There's not really much more to it. There's no deeper meaning or conspiracy or anything to it, honestly, in my opinion. I could be wrong again, like like we were talking about earlier. People are saying that it's staged. I mean, I've seen things saying it could be staged. Oh, you know who else I, we forgot? I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? Uh, Kevin Spacey. Uh, Do you okay. think he should have his Oscars taken away? Ah, shit! The balls on that kid. Um, I you know I think when it comes to, I just. I, I, to, I'm kind of in. I'm kind of of the mind that yeah, maybe we should take away Kevin Kevin Spacey's because holy crap, it was an underage male. If it comes to like the court of law, like they did with, um, well, no. Well, and again, did Chris Brock isn't pressing OJ, charges, OJ, you know. But did OJ get sent to court when he had to give away his Heisman Trophy? Because remember that was the wait, only. I, other wait a minute. Wait a minute. Say happened. again. The only other big thing I could think of right off the top of my head was OJ being forced to give back his Heisman or sell his Heisman trophy. Um, well, did he sell it or did he have to get rid of it? I think he had, he had to get rid of it. I think he had to get rid how, of it. Like when I type I in Wikipedia, a whole Wikipedia page comes up. It's called OJ Simpson being accused of murder. Well, that's what I mean because I'm thinking of the Norm McDonald bit. Um, because he was saying, you know, no one can ever take away your Heisman trophy unless, of course, you kill your wife and a waiter. That's why I'm thinking he had to give it back or give it away. I cannot remember which. Yeah, I don't know if he had to get rid. Okay, so it says other legal troubles. I'm, I'm on his Wikipedia thing right here. Let me actually just let me just um, control it, F here. Did he have return. to give it back? Or did he have to I cannot remember. I can only remember the Norm Norm McDonald bit, and it's because he says. No one can ever take the trophy away from you. Okay, so I, I'm typing in Heisman. I'm saying return, and I let me type in sold. Heisman sold. Okay, this is from 1999 though, and that's from People Magazine. And when I click the link, it says it's not there. So it says archive. I know. It, I, okay, then he had to have sold it. Okay, that makes more sense. Wait, OJ's Heisman okay. sold again. This is like in the 90s. He didn't go to jail until like 2008 or seven, something like that. 2008. It was 2008 after he assaulted a guy who was selling his merchandise after um, his stuff. He got, he pulled I thought it was gun. robbery or something. Hold on. Well, he pulled a gun, but he also hit him. But he didn't, like, you uh, know. It looks like. Do something. He was charged with assault. 
Yeah, it looks like he was charged again. Now we're talking about OJ Simpson, multiple felony counts, criminal conspiracy, kidnapping, assault, robbery, and using a deadly weapon. And yeah, it looks like he went to jail. Yeah, for that. Anyway. Oh, and also apparently he he violated the terms of his bail. Cool. Yeah. Anyway. So on that note, thank you all for listening. This is one of our longer ones. Now, this is probably a close to two hour one. Um, any last little any last little tidbits you wanted to um, discuss there? Good, sir. Uh, I will have to watch this eventually shortly. Like I said, as soon as I get the actual wife working, um, mm-hmm. I I do want to see this because it does sound interesting. Because like I said, when you opened up with like Wanda Sykes being in there, I was like, great, cool. I like her. But DJ Khaled kind of turns me off to it. But yeah, it makes you feel better. He was only there for like three minutes. Oh, there is a God. There's a light in heaven. Thank you. Um, Not even. He was there for less than a minute. He was like, oh, yeah, here's our here's our award. You, uh, Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes, Regina yeah. King. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, if you, you watch out for me. Love you up there. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I do want to watch it for myself. I I do think Will made a decent apology. But again, there is just no other way it was going to be seen other than damage control unfortunately people are going to make what they will about it it could be fake could be not you never know no one will know it probably wasn't more than likely that's for real it's probably just off the cuff um i I, yeah i I, I don't know i I cannot believe also that a movie that i had thought had no staying power won but i was proven wrong i cannot believe copa won you know, I mean, uh, usually the, the movies that win Best Picture, they do deserve it. I mean, you know, obviously, I, Nomadland was good. I didn't love it, but um, let me see. I mean, did you see Parasite? I did see the first half of the movie. I have to finish it. I just it's find- it's really good. It's definitely deserving. We watched it like less Is than there- a year after. We watched it when we moved into our house, which was about a year and a half after it. But anyway, now I'm um, trying to see here. And then who won best picture? Yes, that was 2019. That's Parasite. Green Book apparently won best picture. Yes, yeah. And that was like a big thing because uh, I didn't I think people that was. A... Yeah, but then. Uh, OK, so then The Shape of Water won for 2017. And then that, yep, that, that was a little mm-hmm. weird, but it was pretty good of a movie. I'm gonna, yeah. not going to lie to you. I do think. Disaster artist should have won, but I again, yeah. I'm not the one in charge. Well, and you know, I'm just because I mean, I don't want to get you on a triad here, but I mean, Birdman was good, 12 Years a Slave was excellent, Argo, I think, uh, Django and Chandel like better, but and Lincoln, I, Lincoln was fantastic. Um, I think Toy Story 3 should have won over the King's Speech, but King's Speech was fine, it was the safe pick, and spotlight one in 2015 it's a really good movie don't get me wrong spotlight is amazing but you know any of the other ones that i'm seeing were nominated could have won too and i think that would have been fine i think black mask also would have been a better contender but spotlight was uh, fantastic. and then yeah moonline won in 2016 obviously that's well deserving so you well, know well i didn't i don't mean i'm not part i didn't of want to get community. you started on this it's a well-deserved movie like i remember my film class there were people like, oh, because it was gay. It was like, no, watch the movie. I, I mean, 
if this was like maybe any other time, I might see where you're coming from. But I watched this entire movie. You're twice. good. You're you're good. You're great good. movie. It's a great movie. Watch it. I mean, I, I would have hoped Hacksaw Ridge or when Manchester by the Sea won. Either one of those three was a great pick. Yeah. Also, how are how are yeah. Well, anyway, so yeah. With that being said, I'm gonna go cut it off. Uh, good talking. Uh, that was a good conversation. We should talk more often. You know, more than once a month. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's just it's one of those things. Like yeah, you there's work, there's life. It's it's just I got unfortunate. Today. I got work to do. That means I got to sleep. So anyway. And I and I completely understand because I'm feeling the same way. Yeah. But anyway. Um. Yeah, thank you all to those listening again. Uh, well, first off, I'm just going to say fuck Roman Polanski and fuck Harvey Weinstein and fuck Kevin Spacey. But um, Will Smith, okay, I, I don't, don't I don't hate the guy. I think he handled it very poorly. I've lost a little respect for him. But, you know, we'll, we'll see how this how this plays out long term. He can always redeem himself at some point. You know, we'll just it just it's a little bit of a. I mean, otherwise, I mean, the wrong way. I mean, if Chris Rock actually goes out and says, you know, hey, I forgive you. And they maybe like take a picture of them hugging out. Then maybe that'll be worth it. But that, I don't know. That would be that would be nice. And like I said, I feel Chris Rock is going to just take it on the chin and tell him, you know what? I understand where you're coming from. We're good. You know, you're still my friend, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you later. And yeah, you have a good time. See here.